So recently, me and my wife, Christina, we put out a teaching titled, Are You Ready? Dealing with preparation for marriage. We handle both confirmations and things to look for, as well as red flags and things to look out for that may be bad before entering marriage. And in that video, there was a comment that I want to talk about here, which was a really, I think, a valid and a comment, a comment really worth ad addressing. And that comment was, well, PD, Christina, you, didn't you guys just get married like a month ago? Don't you guys think it's a little early to be giving advice regarding marriages and things like that? And I mean, shouldn't you guys be waiting a few years before you touch anything with regards to even marriage counseling? And really, I, I understand where this idea comes from and I understand the heart behind it. However, I want to just talk about it for a second. I want to start off by telling you a little story. A while ago, I was at a conference um, called the Identity Conference in Cape Town, South Africa. And with me was a speaker. His name is Zach Bauer. And he, Zach had an interesting theory um, with regards to Revelation, the 144,000, those people, those leaders that will be leading in the Great Tribulation. And his theory was that the people that God will be choosing as the 144,000, it's not going to be this great pastor or great man of God or great evangelist, those kind of people. But the people that God's going to be choosing, he proposed, was children. And he was using um, factors such as that these people would have to be virgins amongst the factors that would qualify them. And, you know, whether you or I agree with that theory or not, I think it yields an interesting point because I want to ask you the question, what if God did do that? What if at the end of the age, God raised leaders that were like children, like 14 year olds or 15 year old kids, and they were the ones to lead the nations of God? Wouldn't that be interesting? I mean, we can even go back further. Let's go to Moses where he took uh, Israel out of Egypt. He led them into the wilderness by the help of God. God could have chosen a child to do what Moses did. I mean, I believe that God has the, has the ability to fill a child so with his spirit, like he did many of the prophets of old, that they would speak only what he said. And he could have done that with Moses. He could have raised a child, but he didn't. You know why? You know why God had to choose someone that's like an elder, someone like Moses, someone, an older man? It's because if God chose a child, Israel would never be leaving, would never survive the wilderness. Israel would have never listened to a little child because they had so much pride that they could never lend their ear to something like that. And see, brothers and sisters, that's the interesting thing is God says we are to become as a child, though, to enter the kingdom of God. You know, Yeshua, he loved the children and he, he said that. Now, what if in these last days, God is raising young people and children even to teach us some of the most important things we ought to learn from him? 
What if that is the falter and the barrier that God is? That is the like the falter to 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 dictate who has too much pride to listen to a child. Because brothers and sisters, if you count, if we, me included, if we can't listen to even a little child like a baby, if we can't learn from someone like that of the things of God, if we can't uh, submit ourselves and allow us to learn from even humble ourselves to that level, then our hearts aren't ready to be looking like Christ. Our hearts aren't ready to enter the kingdom. God is seeking people who are so humble that they would even receive instruction from a child if you were to speak through a child. You see, because a child isn't afraid of making mistakes. A child doesn't care where he learns from, whether it's an adult or another child. A child is just excited to learn about his father. A child is, is a, has got a clear conscience and is, is not corrupted. A child has no pride. And that is what God calls us to do. Now, brothers and sisters, I'm not making this video and I'm not telling you all this because I'm telling you to listen. You have to listen to me, please. Don't just listen to me. You need to test everything I and anyone else says. However, all that I want to ask you is to let's all, including myself, let's all do introspection in the season and then ask ourselves, you know, or would we be able to learn from even our children? And if you've had children yourself, you would know that you can learn so much even from a little child, a little baby, things that God wants to teach you about him. And so with that, we don't need experience to teach someone something about God or his word or any kind of topic necessarily. If we are filled with the spirit and if God has filled us with the knowledge to handle a topic that we that we are addressing, it is totally possible for God to do that. And he has done that for me many times where I don't have. Yes, I don't have experience in many, many areas of life and experience certainly do and would help. However, Oftentimes, God would would insert a supernatural revelation in the heart of someone, even if they are young, even if they're inexperienced, because sometimes experience corrupts. Sometimes we have bad experiences that corrupt our, 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 our minds in what is actually the right thing. Who would you rather listen to? Someone who has no experience yet has received a supernatural um, revelation from the Holy Spirit of God and God's word or someone who doesn't have a revelation from God's word, but is only speaking from experience. I would rather listen to someone who has received revelation from God. And but if we're if it's someone who's got both experience and revelation from God, of course, that's better. Experience is wonderful and I'm not discounting it. However, don't say just because someone doesn't have experience, they have nothing to teach or have nothing to listen to that they have to say. You know, I remember a few years ago, I um, had someone email me and um, a gentleman who was who wanted advice with regards to his relationship with God. And um, we set up an appointment and I went and I went to have a Skype meeting with him to just talk to him. And but and as I remember, as the camera went on and I saw this man on my computer screen, um, I was so incredibly humbled because who I saw was an elderly man. And even on that, he was a veteran. He was in the military. He is an amazing man and, and he's much, much older than I am. But here he is. He's watched some of the our ministry videos and things, and he was blessed by it. 
And you know, when I just, it wanted me, I, want, I almost cr I cried inside and I cried, I teared up a little when I saw him because I realized like this is what God means when he says we ought to become childlike to inherit the kingdom of God. This gentleman was the most humble soul that I've ever met because here he is asking a little child like me, if you will, for advice on things, you know, that uh, with regards to his relationship with God. Brothers and sisters, that is, that is, that is it. That is what God, and when I, when I just think of it, it, it's like that is the person God rejoices in. That is the heart God rejoices in. A heart so humble that if God were to tell you, you need to learn from a, another, you need to learn from a child, you need to learn from, or whoever you would deem as inferior even. If you were to even submit yourself and humble yourself to a level of being able to listen, man, that is the place where you are, your heart has been prepared and where the Holy Spirit has worked in your heart. And brothers and sisters, not to mention that if we are going to say that we will only listen to those who have experience, then we have to toss out everything, just about everything that our Bible will teach about marriage. Because Paul was never married, yet he wrote most of our New Testament teachings regarding marriage, marriage issues, what to do if someone doesn't believe, what to do if someone is unequally yoked. All that stuff is written by Paul and Paul was never married. So that means we need to throw it all out because he doesn't have experience, right? No, Paul has the Holy Spirit that filled him and gave him power. And that's why he could speak on the things he spoke. The same with Yeshua, Jesus Christ himself. He spoke on marriage multiple times and he was while he was God. He was also fully man and he had to learn things as well from scratch because he was a man. And so he did not have a personal experience with being in a marriage, yet he taught often on marriage. These two examples alone shows us and proves to us that if the Holy Spirit fills someone, they are qualified to teach on a topic. If God has placed it on their heart and filled them with the knowledge and revelation to teach their own. Therefore, brothers and sisters, let us not discount anyone or anything based on their age or physical appearance. God spoke in the book of Timothy and he said, let no one disregard you for your youth. Therefore, young people should not be um, pushed away or discounted or they should not be made to feel like they have nothing important to share because they have a lack of experience. While experience is important, that's not what everything is about. Brothers and sisters, I hope this short teaching has blessed you. Please don't take this the wrong way as me trying to defend myself or defend um, anything here. Uh, whether someone would listen to me or not, that is... I just speak and whoever has an ear to hear, they may hear. And that's fine with me. I, we are just sharing, me and my wife, we are just sharing what the Father lays on our heart. And sometimes those may be things that some people may deem out of our league. But And I have often myself felt that way. That God has placed things on my heart to share that are out of my league. However, that is when I see, often see God's spirit move most powerfully because we, we trust him with something like that, that he could speak through us even when we ourselves are not qualified. God loves to work through the unqualified. And that was Moses himself. That was who he was. He was an unqualified being. He didn't speak well, but that's who God chooses. And we have to listen to those who 
we may even think God is least likely to speak through, even if that is a donkey, as we read in the scriptures. Thank you for watching this teaching. May God bless you and keep you. Shalom, spice upon you, give you shalom, and may He create humility in all of us to 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 hear when He speaks. We pray this all in the name of Yeshua. Shalom.